Purple Mafia. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Purple Mafia is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podman, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Podbean, Stitcher, Double Twist. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. I'm sure there's some others as well, but it's just those are like some of the main ones you can think about. Uh, if there's any others out there, let me know, I guess. Let me know if the, if it's on there, I suppose. <laughs> let me know where you're listening from. It's a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. Minnesota Vikings free agency show. We'll look a little more into the draft. It's nothing. This is definitely not a draft preview show. This is a free agency conversation, this and that. I'm sure it's not over. I'm sure there'll be more free agents to talk about on the next uh, episode of Purple Mafia, which more than likely will be the draft preview episode going into the month of April or the end of March. However, the schedule is able to squeeze this thing out. Probably early April is my guess because i got to get the research going. haven't gotten too deep into that just yet. I just haven't. You know, I've, I've done my own kind of little research here and there, but I haven't really jotted things down, put things together, this and that. I am not a draft expert anyway. I mean, none of us are. Honest to God, none of us are. Unless you're like a paid professional to do it on all those glorious stations that think they're on top of the world. Back to where we need to be, though, for now. NFL free agency, Minnesota Vikings free agency, some of the drama going on. Of course, Aaron Rodgers inked a $200 million four-year contract, which is insane money, Uh, absolutely. There's always opt-outs and this and that. Things could happen between now and then. The Twins also signed (laughs) Carlos Correa, who has, like, multiple opt-outs next year and the year after. So it's like, he's almost like a rented player if the Twins are, but the Twins are lucky enough to keep him three years, $105 million. So that's always fun. A little bit of Minnesota Twins conversation. Figured I'd bring that up because it's, you know, kind of like a, a rushed baseball uh, free agency as well. And it's kind of exciting in this area. Car- Carlos Correa, like, whoa, where did that come from? Of course, an elite shortstop in Major League Baseball, and he's only 27 years of age. Would be cool if the Vikings were able to sign somebody like that. Um, sure, we signed people and we made extensions to certain people. And um, one or two of them I wasn't all too thrilled about. Um, yeah, I'm just real happy about it. Just dancing on the clouds. I, I just can't wait to talk about this. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, he's he's coming back. Uh, ready for a, signed a one-year extension through 2023. So we have him for at least two more seasons. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I couldn't tell you how excited I am. Uh, obviously, he's a talented guy. He has special skills. Kirk Cousins, he's accurate. He's got a deep th- threat. He's a deep threat and all that. And hopefully with this new offense, hopefully there's something going on. Here, that could be something special. But this whole bringing the band back deal is annoying me a little bit. The Vikings finished 8-9 and nine last year. We didn't win the Super Bowl last year. We didn't win the Super Bowl two years ago. Uh, we didn't win it three years ago. In fact, we've never won the Super Bowl. And we didn't make it in the, the best years that we've had the last 30, 30 40 years now. The, all these great seasons that we've had, 87, 98, 2000. Uh, you know, 09, 17, we, we didn't go to the, so we didn't even make it there. And this whole bringing the band back and everybody's 30 plus and it's really happy to have them back and they're restructured and it's the greatest thing ever and their team players, that's nice. Sure, it's nice, but when is it time though? When is it time that maybe it's time to move on a little bit and kind of start anew, get younger, this and that? I mean, you, you don't need to bring everybody back, do you? I'm okay with bringing back both of the kickers. <laughs> I'm okay with bringing back both of the kickers. Kirk Cousins at his salary and the commitment to Kirk Cousins. It's not just the money. It's the commitment to Kirk Cousins. Uh, there's still a possibility you can draft your quarterback of the future, be it a developmental guy that's, you know, like a crapshoot. 
like a Cole Kelly brought up by uh, Mr. Paul Charchian locally, who I respect when he talks about uh, draft prospects. He's got a pretty good eye for talent, Paul Charchian. I mean, he kept going on and on, remember, about Aaron Donald years ago when that draft was taking place. And we wound up with Anthony Barr instead of Aaron Donald. Rams took him a few picks later, and he was the best defensive player in the league. And he was pointing to his ring finger. And Aaron, uh, Anthony Barr has not been pointing to his ring finger. In fact, he stumbled and slipped on one of the big plays that was needed to be stopped against the Philadelphia Eagles in 2017. I still remember that like crystal clearly. I was pretty freaking pissed off at the time. Um, Eric Mustard, we're going to jump into this right here. Might as well throw this out, and we'll probably bring it up again later in Fan Interaction segment. This should be a two-segment show. It's going to be just basically Vikings, free agency, a little bit of look at the draft, and, of course, some NFL stuff mixed in as well because there's some significant movement in the NFL that deserves conversation. Eric Mostard out of South Dakota. South Dakota said Kirk Cousins is 5. Uh, excuse me, it's 59-59-2 as an NFL quarterback, uh, basically. Um, so isn't that just great? He's literally 500. Um, that's according to the source, uh, Stat News, Kirk Cousins' career record. Kirk Cousins has grossed $231 million, 669486 as an NFL quarterback. That's another source for sporttrack.com. Thank you, Eric, for that. I guess you can quantify mediocrity. I guess so. And you can reward players for off-the-field uh, bad things as well, certain other guys. Um, Jeff Gladney was found not guilty. I'm happy he's back in the NFL. He's been signed by the Arizona Cardinals for a three-year contract. So, cool. Good, good for Jeff Gladney. I'm glad he's I'm glad he's found not guilty. That's a good feeling. A certain other guy where there's a lot of other stuff pending is heading to Cleveland for, like, three first-round picks and a big mess. And Vince Germano, Cleveland Browns fan, not real happy. A certain other guy named Deshaun Watson, who said he likes Baker Mayfield. Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have not, I, I'm not trying to be rude about it. I'm just kind of surprised. You like Baker Mayfield? I mean, I, I guess, but I don't know. I, I don't know. He kind of bugs me a little bit, but I suppose there's worse players other than Baker Mayfield. Again, Aaron Rodgers, with that huge contract, already knew about what was taking place with Devontae Adams. He's not staying with the Green Bay Slackers as we go off uh, go off by the Viking beat again for a minute. Devontae Adams is going to the Oaktown Raiders for multiple picks again as well. First-round pick, second-round pick, all that pretty stuff. And the Green Bay Packers will look to uh, rebuild or, well, excuse me, we'll look to go younger at wide receiver, I guess, in the draft. So we'll see what happens there. Oaktown Raiders, well, they didn't have a great season last year. So they made the playoffs, though. So it's not like it's going to be a super-duper high draft pick. But Justin Jefferson wasn't exactly taken with a super high draft pick, and he was good right away. So they're going to have to hope for a plug-and-play wide receiver in the draft, are the Green Bay Packers. So it's going to be real interesting how that shapes out. Um, yeah, and the Twins signed Carlos Correa. You know, yeah, the Twins signed Carlos Correa. Oh, and the Vikings signed a couple of guys as well. Yes, we'll get to that. Let's get to the departures. Uh, actually, let's get to the extensions first. That's kind of like the in-house type of stuff. Kirk Cousins, another $35 million, So the cap, it goes from 45 to 35 Thank you for your generosity, Kirk. Thank you. Only $35 million. You know, that's just generous. Generous. Only $35 million per season. Not for two years. Not for... Not for... Not for three years, not for two years, for one year. Thank you for your generosity, Kirk. I mean, thanks, thanks. Thank you for the generosity, only $35 million. So, you know, come, come on, Joey. Come on, you're an, you're an idiot. You don't understand. He's the most accurate quarterback ever. Uh, greatest quarterback rating since, uh, um, I don't know, somebody else uh, with a high quarterback rating and stuff. No, okay. <laughs> I'm just being stupid. I'm going to lose everybody that's remaining now talking like that. But... 
35 million i mean it's just he's he's got the highest cap hit basically of like he he's got a higher cap hit than like patrick mahomes and such it just drives me nuts seriously and patrick mahomes has choked in the playoffs multiple times in fact he wasn't even that good in the super bowl he won sounds like a certain guy in northern california who i don't like either uh well i well, i like patrick mahomes more than the northern california guy who plays basketball i don't yeah uh, everybody acts like Steph Curry's the greatest thing since uh, sliced bread. In fact, 10 times better than sliced bread. Um, and when the playoffs come around, he actually, or like the finals come around, he either gets hurt or doesn't play nearly as well. Did you ever notice that? We're still waiting on Steph Curry's first uh, NBA Finals MVP. I better knock on wood on that because I don't want him to get it. <laughs> I, I want him to go MVP-less. I think that'd be great. Greg Joseph was uh, play. uh Place kicker has Viking. He we placed a two point four three million dollar tender. So good, good. Welcome back to uh, Mister Minnesota, Greg Joseph. I think he did all right. Uh, one year extension for Jordan Barry. Welcome back as well, Jordan Barry. Jordan Barry. Harrison Smith roster bonus converted to signing bonus. Six million dollars in team savings. So okay, he saved uh, six million in the cap for Minnesota. Opening things up, restructured contract, contract, pardon me, for Adam Thielen, who's like joking around, hey, you're not getting rid of me yet, some of you out there. Restructured contract, freeing up about $5 million in 2022 cap space. And there's like some voided deals. Oh, you know what this really is, though? What is all of this doing? Kirk Cousins, how it's a restructure, kicking the can down the road. Harrison Smith, kicking the can down the road. Adam Thielen, kicking the can down the road. We're just kicking the can down the road, aren't we, though? Just, just watch. Uh, what's the name of that that cartoon with Snoopy, where he ran away from uh, Charlie Brown and wound up at Pepper and Patty's for a while, and he was kicking a can down the road and waking up all the neighbors, making a lot of noise, when he was hanging out with Peppermint Patty. Uh, what, what was the name of that episode? I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much what the Vikings are doing, and that's what we've been doing for a while now. Um, why are we going all in on a team that's not that good? especially, and it's not like, it's not like I hate Kirk Cousins. It's not like I hate this team. Of course I don't hate this team. And I, I like Greg Joseph, Jordan Berry. I like Harrison Smith a lot. And I'm feeling wonderful. He's a, he's a touchdown machine. Adam Thielen's a touchdown machine. And earlier he was an everything machine. Um, so naturally it's like, sure. I love having them back. Love having them on the team. It's, it's going to suck seeing them go when they do go. But eventually you got to pull that bandaid off. You, you can't just let the, the you can't just let stuff pile up. It's kind of like people with credit cards that keep using them and using them and using them, and then they're already in debt, but they just keep using them until the debt continues to pile up. That's all. That's kind of what the Vikings are doing, it, isn't it? Though that's what it feels like, in my humble opinion. That's what it feels like. Just kicking the can down the road, kicking, kicking, kicking. Vikings have made no trades. There were rumors about possibly trading uh, Mr. Daniel Hunter. He's due an $18 million signing bonus today. This is Saturday, March 19th that I'm recording this, the afternoon, and a beautiful afternoon. I've been walking around a lot. So I figure give my feet a little break, even though I'm not exactly walking that much. But give my feet a little break. Get get on, get, get going on the show a little bit, at least the first segment of it. <laughs> get rolling. I'll maybe have it done tonight, obviously. Uh, well, when you're listening to this, you'll have an idea when the show got released, I hope. But that's, uh, it's not ironclad. I'm not going to finish the whole show in one sitting at the moment and, yeah, do the fan interaction a little bit later. But um, uh, 
That's what it feels like to me, though. Kicking the can down the road. We'll see what happens. There's still, again, Daniil Hunter. Talk is that uh, he will, that they will give him, they will give uh, Daniil Hunter the $18 million signing bonus, or excuse me, yeah, signing bonus, and he will stick around with, uh, he will stick around with the Minnesota Vikings for at least two more years, will Daniil Hunter. So that's the bringing the band back that's good. It's just the cap hit sucks. The, the cap hit is bad. So, and yeah, it just kind of is what it is. Um, and it's funny how his contract, he's not really getting a whole lot of money. It's just, it's the cap hit. That's the problem. It's complicated. A lot of guys actually get paid less than what their cap hit is, uh, and in hockey as well. And other sports, blah, blah, blah. The official departures, Xavier, X Xavier, Xavier X, whatever his name is, X Xavier, I guess, since it sounds cooler. He has signed with the Carolina Panthers. He only signed with Minnesota for one year, remember, and it was a pretty small little deal. I guess he quote-unquote proved it, signing with Carolina, three years, $15.7 million. Another guy that proved it and got a huge boatload of money, congratulations, Mason Cole, former Arizona Cardinal, coming to Minnesota and really did a good job for the Vikings last year. A lot better than a certain other center that a lot of us have been insanely frustrated with and the guy I endorsed religiously the year he was drafted. So I get to feel like a complete moron about that and I'm still apologizing to you out there that for endorsing Garrett Bradbury as much as I did. I'd rather have Mason Cole. He's signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Three years, 15.7 million. Congratulations, Mason Cole. Oh, I, I envy you. I, I still need my, my break, so to speak. I still need my little payoff for working my butt off. I'm still waiting on that one. Michael Pierce, nose tackle. We didn't need him, as Dan Brewer would say, because, well, we didn't need him. He didn't do anything for us. Good luck with Baltimore again. He was going back to Baltimore. He'll probably be way better. Uh, you know, he'll probably stay much healthier, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure he will, because that's just how it works. God, so damn frustrating. Like, oh, that was a really good acquisition. Uh, he's not going to play the whole year, but he'll still take the money, though. You know, yeah, he'll still take whatever money that, that's available. Yeah, he'll still get the money, just like, uh, you know, everybody in the world these days. Yeah, I'll work about one-fourth as much as I'm supposed to, but I'll still get paid for it. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do about it? That's kind of like the, what's been going on the last two years, three years. I don't even want to get into that crap. Uh, three years, 16.5. Tyler Conklin, another guy who had a big, big break. And good for him. He had a good season with Minnesota. He's, a, he's definitely a loss. He's definitely a loss, but at least we're gaining Irv Smith back, and he's a wonderful tight end. Tyler Conklin is off to the New York Jets. Ugh. But, well, maybe, maybe the Jets will turn around. I mean, they have to turn around at some point, right? But usually when they do, it's like a year or two where it's like, damn, they're tough. They get to the AFC title game, lose, and then the next year they miss the playoffs, and then two years later they're like the worst team in the league for five years again. Sounds like the pattern with the New York Jets, but uh, we'll see. Three years, $21 million. Congratulations. Jeff Gladney with the Arizona Cardinals, two-year deal. He played with Minnesota in 2020, yes, and then, of course, got in trouble and all that. Supposedly was, you know, yeah, he, he, he got in trouble, but uh, was found not guilty, that type of thing. He was accused, basically. So didn't necessarily get in trouble, but, you know, was involved in something one way or another. Jeff Gladney's back in the NFL. Congratulations. Two-year deal. I apologize for saying three because everybody else got a three-year deal. But uh, good luck, uh, Jeff Gladney. Minnesota did get something from Arizona, which might end up being a really good football player. We'll talk about him momentarily. We have the replacement for Michael Pierce, and he's going to make $3 million more total. So about a, a one a year more. Harrison Phillips. Sounds like a pretty cool guy, by the way. Joined Paul Charchian uh, Thursday. 
joined Paul Charchi on Thursday and then Charchi and I forget if he did join on Friday. I think he did with Paul Allen. I'm blanking. But um, he joined Paul Charchi and it was solo on Thursday. Pretty good show, actually, on KFN. And I encourage that. It took forever to come out, but it finally came out about five hours, six hours later than it normally does. Um, Harrison Phelps from Buffalo, defensive tackle, run-stuffing, son of a gun who gets a lot of tackles, and I mean a lot. Um, he was, uh, they, they wanted him in Nebraska, did not wind up going there. Three years, 19.5 million. Harrison Phillips, not Harrison Smith, Harrison Phillips. Now we have two Harrisons on the roster, and hopefully they continue to do well. Defensive tackle, run, stuffer type to replace the departed Michael Pius. Michael Pius. Jordan Hicks, pretty good player coming in from the Arizona Cardinals, coming in to help out with this 3-4 defense. Two years, five, uh, two years, five million per, so ten total. Pretty good numbers. I was going to pull him up. Now I don't see him because I'm an idiot. Jordan Hicks, linebacker, uh, coming to Minnesota. He is, he was born in 92, so he's turning 30, unfortunately. Already? Jeez. That's crazy. 2015 is that long ago? Huh. Yeah, he played with the Eagles against the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC Championship game, and he's pretty good. Uh, third round pick in 2015, 20th in that round, 6 1, 236. Born in uh, late June, late June 20, uh, June 27, 92, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Played four years with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. He's wound up with uh, 10 total, 10 and a half sacks in the NFL. Career high was last year with Arizona. Good. Um, much better numbers in Arizona. Definitely got more playing time. Philadelphia, he missed time uh, and was kind of like in the reserve role of Philly. Went to Arizona and became a full-time type of guy. He played every game, actually, for the Arizona Cardinals. Impressive. Very impressive, actually. 150 uh, tackles in 2019, 118 uh, 2020, and 2020, 116. He had four sacks last year as well. A little bit of pass rush. Involved only one interception. That was as a rookie. Uh, four total forced fumbles. One last season, two in his first year with Arizona. First year with Arizona, Arizona was extremely impressive, to be quite fair. He did a, he did a pretty good job. Um, oh, he had a pick six. Now, what am I talking about? That's a pick six he had in his rookie year. He's actually had 11 interceptions throughout his career. So my bad, three. Three in his first year with Arizona. Actually, five in his second year. In the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles, five interceptions. It was a pick six that I'm looking at, and he had 11 pass deflections that year. Impressive, very impressive. Kind of a ball hawk that season. Damn good year, actually. And then 17, he missed a significant amount of time, but did play in the uh, NFC title game against the, the Vikings, who were not good in that game, unfortunately. Uh, Jordan Hicks, though, welcome to Minnesota. He's going to be 30 already. I can't believe that. But good luck there. Uh, our good friend... Patrick Peterson has expressed interest in returning to Minnesota and says with the ball's in their court. So we'll have to wait and see on that. We'll see what happens with the ball in uh, our court, so to speak. Well, what do you want, $10 million again for one year? I mean, I'm thinking seven, seven-ish. Should do it, I would hope. And if he wants more, I, I don't know. Does he deserve more? He didn't really stay healthy. Uh, other guys like Rashad Hill are free agents. Yeah, I mean, we all knew that. Rashad Hill, A.J. Rose Jr., yep. Yeah, free. Oh, oh, oh! Actually, no. We 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 brought him back apparently, so that's good. Yeah, that was a that was back a while back. I apologize. Um, Harris in hand, Cameron Bynum, blah blah blah, reinstated. Drew Drew Samia actually signed to the Jets, so good luck, Drew Samia. He's going to the New York Jets as well. He's ETS and all that cute stuff. So good for him. 
That was actually quite a while back. But it is what it is. Rashad Hills declared a free agent. McKenzie Alexander already. Sean Mannion. Woohoo. Austin Schlottman. Austin Schlottman. Austin Schlottman is in the house. And he's got that big beard. He looks like that kind of guy. <laughs> hey, good, good eye, mate. Okay, sorry. But nah, he's not. He wouldn't be from there. He looks more British or something to me. Austin Schlottman. He was an undrafted guy from TCU. TCU, great. Um, he would be, well, old is he going to be? As the season starts, September 18th, 95. So he'll be pushing 27 already. But that's fine. He's a guard, a big, big guard. Six foot six, 300 pounds. We'll see what happens. About a million a year. About a million dollars a year. Good for him. Austin Schlotman and Johnny Munt. Two year, $2.4 million for Johnny Munt, who caught about uh, three passes in his career. You know, something like that. Not a whole lot, obviously. Uh, another one of the uh, quote-unquote uh, Los Angeles Rams employees, you could say. Johnny Munt, of course, had nine yards last season. Nine yards. Last season in six games. Uh, 16 games in 2020. I see him as a special teams guy. Maybe a blocking tight end. This and that. Um, blocking for sure. 6'4", 233. He can be a blocking tight end. He can, be, he can play some special teams as well. So that's kind of what his role is coming in. We'll, we'll see. Maybe he'll. Maybe there's a little more there. Uh, he had four catches in 2020 for 53 yards, has zero touchdowns over his career. He was a 34-yard catch. So a single play there kind of brought his numbers up a bit. That must have been exciting for him, a 34-yard catch in 2020. Four catches in 2019 for 26 yards. So it kind of is what it is. Uh, one catch for nine yards last year in the six games played Johnny Munt. So must he must see something, Coach uh, Kevin O'Connell. So we'll see Johnny. We'll see what Johnny does. And unfortunately, he's almost 29 years, no, 28 years of age already. He'll turn 28 middle of the season next year, November. So, well, it is what it is. He may never even play a snap for Minnesota. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? So good, good luck for him, though. It is what it is. We'll see if anything new pops up when it comes to free agency or anything like that. Ooh, I almost messed everything up here. Uh, that's uh, old news already. No, these are all news still. So we're just kind of waiting. Want to thank Vikings Territory. Using Vikings Territory with the uh, this free agent draft tracker and Yahoo Sports. I'm using kind of multiple sources here for this and for that. Nothing new flying around at the moment. So it is what it is. Uh, the CBS Sports mock draft has Ahmed Gardner now coming to Minnesota. Not an edge rush, but a cornerback, a six foot three cornerback. That'd be kind of cool. Says the Vikings would be should be thrilled if they can grab Gardner here. He immediately provides Minnesota with a rock solid corner on the outside, and I'd be happy. Six foot three. That's a big guy. Um, some people expect. Uh, Willis uh, to go as high as Detroit. There's a possibility because obviously he's got that uh, Malik Willis. He's got that speed, the athleticism. This this draft actually has Malik Willis winding up with the New Orleans Saints. I think that's a possibility. Somebody like that. Could be the Saints, could be the Seahawks, and could be the Detroit Lions. Of course, because De Detroit, there's a pretty good chance they, they're still taking Kayvon Thibodeau, according to this mock draft, but we'll look around to others as well. And a... Aiden Hutchinson edge going to Jacksonville. That's kind of, he's kind of the consensus guy. Again, Deshaun Watson is going to the Cleveland Browns in that huge, huge, huge trade. Yep, a lot of people have Aiden Hutchinson going to Jacksonville. 
This one has Icky Ekwano, uh, offensive tackle, heading to Detroit. Kyle Hamilton, safety. Really, Kyle Hamilton, safety. Interesting. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau going to the Jets. Blah, blah, blah. Malik Willis to the Seahawks. Yep. Ninth in that case. Gardner from Cincinnati heading to the Jets. And then the Vikings take a center. Tyler Linderbaum. Interesting. According to the Sporting News. This is the Sporting News mock draft. Tyler Linderbaum. He's not even 300 pounds, though. Interesting. Well, we'll see. The Vikings must accept that Garrett Bradbury, who was benched last season, is a big busted center. Amen. Thank you for writing that. I agree. After hitting on left tackle Christian Derrissaw, and I, God, I loved his highlights last year as we were going to that draft. I was hoping he was going to be on that list. And when he came to Minnesota in that pick, I was very happy. It just sucked waiting forever to get him on the field. Let's get back to what they're saying. After hitting on left tackle Christian Derrissaw in last year's first round, Linderbaum makes good sense for new general manager Kwesi Adolfo Mensah. <laughs> <laughs> and offensive-minded coach Kevin O'Connell. Linderbaum can dominate run blocking for Delvin Cook and also connect well, uh, well snapping to Kirk Cousins as a young leader to uh, the offensive line. Okay, and hey, if Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa, and Iowa does a good job with their offensive linemen, like James Daniels and such, I like Iowa. I like Iowa. I like the, you know, the, the you know, I, I like the offensive linemen that come from Iowa. I think they do a good job. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners of Purple Mafia would agree. Hawkeyes and such. Hawkeye fans that listen to this show. And there are a number of them out there. No question about that. So we'll have to wait and see. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett going to the Saints in this one. So instead of going to Pittsburgh, he's going to the Saints. Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. Alabama would be the top, would be the, the pick heading from, from the Raiders to the Packers. Sounds familiar about a big-name wide receiver going to the Oaktown Raiders, and you take a wide receiver right away with that pick. Hopefully he turns out a heck of a lot, well, no, for the Packers' sake anyway. Hopefully he turns out better than uh, the son of a gun we wound up with. Uh, I didn't want to remember. I didn't want to remember the guy's name. Williams, I guess it's something Williams. I don't know. I'm just teasing, but you know, I, just, I, I think we'll try to put that guy out of our memory if we can. We'll see what happens if Jamison Williams. Uh-oh, it's another Williams. Well, there it goes. There it is. No, it was Troy Williamson. Troy Williamson. So it's different. It's different. It's not Mike Williams. That was the other possibility around there. And he ended up doing absolutely nothing as well with the Detroit Lions. Um, it's going to be super interesting, this draft. Looking forward to it. Unfortunately, the likelihood of the quarterback of the future being in this draft, not really there. But there's nothing wrong with taking a guy, as uh, Paul Charchin would say, take at least one quarterback a year in every draft because you never know. It's not going to kill you heading forward, particularly when you're looking for a possible new quarterback in the next couple of years. you gotta, you got to get a guy to develop behind Kirk Cousins and become something. A lot of people believe Kellen Mond is not the guy. Yeah, I don't think he is, but we'll see. I mean, maybe we'll all be wrong, and there's something there at the end of the day. Um, I'd love to see Kellen Mond be great, but I, I just don't see it. I don't know. I'm not all that confident. Let's look at other possible mock drafts. I, I think the cha the chances are the Vikings will be heading into the, um, what do they call it? Oh, this is the draft simulator. Oh, I don't know if I want to go that far. I should do it, though. I mean, it's fun to do sometimes. I wish I could. Okay, i got to select my team. Only the Vikings. No, I do not want to select all. Clear all. Just the Vikings. 
Let's draft. Okay, so get started. Go, go, go. Okay, there you go. Evan Neal. Garrett Wilson is it to the no. I like to have fun with this stuff. Malik Willis? Willis is going to Carolina? I guess that's realistic. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's go with that Tyler. Let's go with the Tyler Lindenbaum. Let's go. Let's let's follow their, their lead, I guess. <laughs> yep, and of course, I'm going to look at this more later on going forward <laughs> because, I mean, it, it is what it is. Oh, boy, what am I doing? No, I just messed everything up. I like this kind of thing. It's fun. Okay, close. Go away. Keep going. Resume. Thank you. Probably look at my draft. Everybody will like cringe like, Joey, what was that? I don't know what it was, okay? Oh, yeah. Bo uh, boy, Mava. That was just the first round? Okay, well, Tyler Lindbaum. Cool. Yep, Linderbaum. I guess that's what I'm thinking about as well. Yep, and I got to watch more. I got to watch more into the draft. I like this simulator. I, I remember doing it last year, and I had a lot of fun with it. Let's see what Walter Footballs is looking at this week. I believe it was the edge rush last week. Is it still heading that direction? <clears throat> they still don't have Willis going to Detroit. They haven't taken a wide receiver. Interesting. Come on. That's what I don't like about Walter Football. Too much going on. It's just a joke. I don't like that. It's like more ads than Heinz's pickles. Uh, Jordan Davis, defensive tackle. Jordan Davis. The Vikings have lost plenty of defensive line talent in recent years, so they'll need to replenish the front if they want a chance at beating Aaron Rodgers twice. Jordan Davis was a monster in 2021. In the 2021 season, debuted against Clemson. He has continued to dominate this year, and he continued to improve his uh, draft stock with uh, that speed. Yep, 4.7840 time at the combine. That's pretty good. That's really fast, actually. Um, I don't know. I don't know where to go with Jordan Davis at this point. Defensive tackle? Uh, you know, I, I just don't know. Uh, it's good that he has quickness. That's important, obviously. He's saying he's fast and all that. So we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Though. I mean, we just signed that Phillips guy. We still have uh, Tomlinson. So I don't know. PFF, Pro Football Focus. That's their, this is their version. Hutchinson again. Kyle Hamilton had a lot of Notre Dame heading to Detroit. Still no Willis. That's interesting. So that's just kind of a floating around out there. Who do the Vikings take in this case? Derek Single, uh, Stingley, sorry, out of LSU. Well, we did well with LSU last time, taking a guy named Justin Jefferson. So this will be a cornerback. Derek Stingley coming to Minnesota. A fully healthy Stingley is a top five draft pick in this class. The reason he's picked here at 12 is because of the unknown uh, of the unknown coming off surgery to repair a uh, Liz Frank injury. Ooh, yeah, I remember that hampered uh, Antoine Winfield conveniently in 2009 of all years. Of all years, he had to have Liz Frank in 2009. Uh, excuse me. An injury that has been known to derail careers. If a team picking between 10 and 15 can get the thumbs up that everything will eventually be fine, they should run the card in Minnesota's need at cornerback. It's glaring. Amen. I agree. Now, so that Jordan Davis winds up going to Baltimore a couple picks later. So obviously super talented guy, but Liz Frank. So that's kind of floating around there. Malik Willis to Pittsburgh in this draft. I'm always curious where Malik Willis winds up. Uh, Cole Kelly was the name brought up. Uh, very interesting, and I'll get to him more, but I did watch actually some uh, extensive highlights. Eventually, it's like 
some of his so some of the plays on the highlights were like okay whatever they're little pitches you know they're like little pitches and then the 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 the, the running back or receiver makes like all the play basically the running back especially so it's kind of like it's familiar with Delvin Cook and such so <laughs> you know like screen plays and such screen plays bubble screens this and that where actually it's the player making all the plays not the quarterback really okay yeah like anybody can throw a ball to a wide open guy on the line of scrimmage basically. So that's the one thing that didn't intrigue me. But then the highlights kept going, and you got to see a little bit of arm from Cole Kelly. He is six foot seven, two hundred sixty pounds from Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, he was a quarterback for the Southeast Louisiana Lions. Southeast Louisiana Lions. So not exactly, you know, not exactly a household name when it comes to the NFL draft. This is a third day draft pick. I gotta think at least a fourth round pick if not a 6th or 7th, but could be very interesting. I don't think he's going 7th, though. Uh, his numbers were staggering. 44 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 51-24 in yards, 5,124 yards. Very nice numbers overall for uh, Cole Kelly. I, I think he's an intriguing sleeper type of a pick going into the draft. There could be something there. He might even be a good backup, blah, blah, blah. But I think he's a guy that will be on an NFL team, no doubt about it. Uh, he looks very interesting. Uh, brought up by Paul Charchian on Thursday. Very interesting possibility with Cole Kelly going forward. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, Mr. Cole. I think there's something there. Actually, this was yesterday. This was yesterday's show. I apologize. This was Friday. It wasn't Thursday. It's a Friday show. Um, Cole Kelly, there's something there. And I'm looking forward to what he can do. Uh, possibly as a mid to late round pick for Minnesota. Basically day three. It, it, he'd be picked on Saturday. If he's picked on Friday, I'd be very surprised. Thursday, I'd be blown away. There's no chance he's going in the first round. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, he's 24 years old already, which is okay. Eh, that's the one thing I don't like. He's already 24. But it is what it is. Uh, you're not getting necessarily a blue chip here. But maybe, just maybe, there's something there going forward. He's at least a guy to look at. Maybe he could be a nice backup. So, intriguing. We'll get uh, other guys going forward into the draft. With that, again, I think I made my rant about I'm not super happy about kicking the can down the down the, down the the road a bit. It, it, it's annoying. It's annoying. It doesn't really build things for the future. You don't want to be obsessed about the future all the time. But at the same time, you don't want to be like, oh my God, you, you get rid of Kirk Cousins. We're Detroit. We're Jacksonville. We're Miami. You know, we're one of those teams that never competes. You know, and you got to wait 15 years. We're the New York Jets. That's the other one. And the Giants lately. Uh, where it just feels like nothing's going to happen. Like, like it's just a dead end. Thinking that way is bullcrap, though. Uh, I don't think re-signing the same guy who has been basically mediocre throughout his career puts up great numbers, but winning counts for something. And when the winning hasn't been there, that leaves me extremely frustrated at the end of the day. With that said, I'm sure he'll have a lot more to say when I get to hear what your responses are in the fan interaction segment. And we'll get to that next.
And we are back here on Purple Mafia, segment number two and final fan interaction segment. And if stuff suddenly starts breaking as I'm doing the show, I suppose I'll talk about that other than the Wolves and the Wild both winning today, which is a good thing. Check out Brave the Wild and Timberwolves Explosion if you want to talk about Minnesota Wild and Minnesota Timberwolves. There's the Vigit application, V-I-G-I-T. It's two separate words, Vigit app, available on Apple and Google Podcast, uh, Apple and Google uh, stores and all that good stuff. Social media for sports bettors. You can post about your picks, see what others are saying about games. Vigit Betting League is a month-long betting competition to see who the best sports better is over the course of a month. Free-to-play sportsbook, bet-free coins, win real prizes, betting stats. There is great information available on the Vigit Lifeline movement where the public is betting. Again, it is not real money wagering. It is like fantasy betting, basically, but it's a lot of fun. Keep up with it, especially during something like the NCAA tournament and all the games, basically, that are going on as, you know, hockey and basketball are, you know, kind of in their final stretches here for playoff seeding and such. Hopefully, Gopher Hockey can win. They're down 2-1 to one right now to Michigan in the Big Ten Championship. Gopher men's hockey. Looking over the... Uh, Sorry, Caps and all that. They haven't updated on Sport Track. They haven't updated the Adam Thielen situation. They have updated Kirk Cousins and, of course, other players are now missing that were gone, like uh, Michael Pierce and such. But, um, yeah, Harrison Smith is way down there now. Uh, he has a cap hit of only $7.4 million, which is really, really low. Less than 4%. Harrison Phillips is in there now. It's not much of a... That's strange. Seems like it would be a lot higher, doesn't it? That can't be right. 1.4 million? No. No. No way. That's that's not, that can't be true. Didn't he make a 19 million? I don't know, unless it's some kind of like a beginning type of deal. Ah, that doesn't seem right to me. So, I don't know. You never know what the heck is going on with these, to be quite honest. But you hope for the best in all of this contracts. Let's see, like the contract section here. Apologize, I'm going to move over to the other conversation soon. Uh-huh. Yep, Daniel Hundry up 572. That's been around for a while. Yep. Where is Phillips? Yeah, it says three years, 19. So, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, he's making more than that. Yeah, average salary 6.5, guaranteed 12.9 for Harrison Phillips. All right, well, who knows? <laughs> That's definitely not the right cap hit, though, let me tell you. Probably left over from the, the previous uh, cap he was in and all that. But uh, good for him. Harrison Phillips getting paid and all that good stuff. Get to the Twitter account at Purple Mafia Show. At Purple Mafia Show. Let's see if I can get to where I need to be. Malcolm McSween retweeted the most recent episode. Malcolm out of California. Purple Mafia episode 370. State of the Vikings 2022. Tanae Brown out of New Zealand also did that. Yep. Um. Okay, so Tanae had responded right as I released the show because it happened right as I released the show. You know how that always works, right? And he said, and just like that, Kirk Cousins signs his extension. Ha ha. Yeah, that's like, yep, that's what happened. And I was like, oh, come on, that figures. And you'll hear me talk about that. <clears throat> the face to face Twitter was pretty quiet. And of course, the last show was just a week ago. In fact, even less than a week. I believe I wrapped that up on Sunday, if I remember correctly. Or was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday, and then I was like, what the heck, when everything happened, and he got, uh, you know, the extension happened, so Twitter very quiet, because it's not been too long, um, let's close that nonsense, 
Yep, now we get to the face of case, leaving where we, uh, picking up where we left off, the episode 370, all that good stuff. Here's the comments. What just happened? Why did they go away? What are you doing to me? Yeah, stop with your most relevant crap. That shouldn't even exist. Um, Jeff Froyland, yes. Jeff Froyland, the now brand new Hall of Famer, he didn't probably realize it at the time because he hadn't heard the show yet, should have waited Cousins just signed a one-year, $35 million contract. I was like, great. Contract extension, but yeah, I was like, great. And I said, that figures. Mark Carlson thought that was funny. Mark Carlson says, Jeff, or congratulations, Jeff Froyland and Mike Dale. Welcome to the hall. And thank you, Paladino Joy, for putting this one together. It was great. Love that call-in from Gerald String, and I have to agree with his point made about the empty, vacant, dusty trophy case. Yeah, pretty much. Hell of a show. Again, welcome to the hall, Jeff and Mike. Rock on, Purple Mafia show. There was a reply. Jeff Froyland said, thank you. Yep, and you, yep to Mark, and yep, and you're welcome also, Jeff. Welcome to the Hall of Fame. Really appreciate your loyalty to the show. Out of Spencer, Iowa. Like I said, Iowa is loves Purple Mafia, and Purple Mafia loves Iowa. Really appreciate you guys out of Iowa. I'd like to visit Iowa one of these days. I've just never come around to it. I did many years ago as a, as a, as a kid with my parents, my... Uh, Aunt and uncle lived there for for an extended period, and I absolutely loved it. It was in the late 80s, 87 and 89, respectively. I loved it. I absolutely loved Iowa when I was there, and I didn't I didn't want to come back. I just loved it, and I might feel the same if I ever visit again, and I hope I do it someday. Um, really nice people there, and it's just, you know, just really nice place. Just, it's wonderful. Um, plus, it was something different, too. You know how that is when you're a kid. Whenever it's something different, you just want to, you know, you don't want to go back to the, the norm. The the norm's boring, damn it. So there it was. I pointed. I said, I'm not happy. <clears throat> NFL.com, Kirk Cousins signing one year, three, $35 million extension. I wish it was 3.5, but no. So he's signing through 2023. Woohoo. Uh, Eric Mustard out of South Dakota says, how, yep, and I'm reading it again from the first segment. Kirk Cousins is 59, 59-2 as an NFL quarterback. Source from uh, StatMuse.com, Kirk Cousins' career record. Kirk Cousins has grossed $231,669,486. So we had to leave in the 486 part, too, but that's okay. I'll take the 486, at least, just for doing this one podcast. Can I get the 486 out of that? Is that okay, Kirk? Please, can I get $486 for doing this podcast? Even if it's not overly complimentary to you. You made two thirty-one million. You can fork over three eighty-six or four eighty-six. Pardon me for the show. I wish people could raise some money so I could uh, save, uh, make something off of it once without being uh, greedy about it, but earn something. I wish I could earn something for doing this rather than just just do my lousy job and that's it. Or two jobs that are both a pain in the ass. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was saying how he made all that money. Eric was saying that. Out of South Dakota, I guess you can quantify mediocrity, and that's for sure. StatMuse.com. Justin Mayer Henry, out of Colorado. And he is a Purple Mafia Hall of Famer, but he vanished off the face of the earth right after I inducted him into the Purple Mafia Hall of Fame. So, you know how that goes, right? No, conveniently, things did get kind of funky politically and all that with the NFL, and he kind of had enough of it. I don't blame people for that. I might have done the same, but um, when I'm doing the show, I'm not going to walk away. I, I can't. But uh, I don't know. I don't want to just walk away. And here comes the train again. I really wish this was the Vikings this year. Just here comes the train. The purple train. I want to believe it is. But I'm not super convinced. Yep. 
Okay, well, that's Kirk Cousins' contract plowing through the Minnesota Vikings' uh, salary cap situation. That's what it is. Justin Meir Henry out of Colorado says, just like another year of no Vikings football for me, or excuse me, looks like another year of no Vikings football for me, I just can't watch that crap anymore. We need a new mentality. I feel you. I don't blame you. This is BS, I was saying. And uh, Justin says, I'll come back when the Cousins' year is done. And I don't blame you. I, I, I don't blame you, uh, Justin. I, I really don't. Sorry for not clicking like sooner. I was distracted picking. I was actually, believe I was picking up a pizza when I first read that. I believe I was. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. Yep. I was ticked off. Uh, there it was. Vikings agreed to deal with ex-Bills tackle Harrison Phillips. Not Smith, Harrison Phillips released Michael Pierce. This is, of course, the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Uh, no comments there, just likes. So, okay, that's fine. Vikings expected to sign veteran linebacker Jordan Hicks to a two-year, $10 million deal with an upside of $12 million with 6.5 guaranteed, sources said. Yep, so incentive-based, and the train is making all kinds of noise, and my nose is getting plugged up because of allergies, apparently, which is annoying. Beautiful spring day, but there's that other side of it. Spring and fall, uh, I have a hard time breathing. I think, it, I swear, it's these trees behind us here. Well, in front of me now, but behind our apartment overall. Um, only one comment, but, but yeah, Brett McCarthy, a legend. He says, uh, nice pickup, Miles Jack is available too, and that would be nice. I, uh, I, w I would like that very much. Patrick Grant comments on the whole conversation about, yep, the Jets had signed Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin, let's get to the all comments again. That'd be great. Patrick Grant says, hope the new guy they signed can pair with Irv Smith and give Kirk more receiving options. Had a great season last year. Yep, I hope so. I hope so. Hoping for the best there. Uh, he had one good catch, from what I know of. If you're talking about uh, the, uh, the L.A. Rams guy, unless my unless I'm looking at the wrong thing, and he's a lot better than what I saw. But uh, Mike Dale says, okay, yeah. Yep, I think he's talking about uh, about having a great season. That was Tyler Conklin. Yeah, he did. So we'll we'll see. Yep, Mike Dale says. Damn, that's one of Kirk's two favorite. Third and long check down targets gone. Hope powerhouse screen threat out of the backfield. CJ Ham doesn't go anywhere, or else Kirk won't know what to do with himself. <laughs> yep, that's very true, and that's why you're in the Hall of Fame with the way you put all that together. Gerald String out of Nebraska says, "Dang, that's sad. Great season last year. Yeah, it's sad. He did, he did really well." Um, one thing I'll say about the Jets: their helmets and their uniforms are awesome. They're awesome. I, I just, I think that that's the best part about the Jets. Their helmets, I love that metallic, you know, kind of like where you could transparent kind of green. Oh, they look so good. I think it's awesome. I, uh, it's like shiny. I don't know how you explain it. How do you explain it? Is it metallic or shiny? Shiny, green, whatever the heck. I just absolutely love it. Metallic, shiny, whatever the hell. And again, just the whole look of the Jets. I think they look really cool. Um, the team is what they are. They've been all over the place. They've had a lot of negativity, but um, their uniforms are freaking awesome. Uh, I, hope, I hope they don't change them to anything crazy anytime soon. Yep, there he is, Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt, yeah. I do think they're talking about um, Taylor Conklin having a great season last year, not about uh, Johnny. Patrick Grant, that is. No comments on the Johnny Munt, just a couple of likes. 
Ah, uh, and there's Austin Schlotterman. Austin Schlotterman. Welcome to the purple, Austin Schlotterman. It is great to have you on board. So, it's more of a British approach. Not, uh, not Aussie or New Zealand, but it's British. So, Austin Schlotterman. We're very happy to have you on board. Therefore, we hope you make uh, a good guard for us. But if not, I suppose it is what it is. So let's get to Tanay, Wilson Brown out of New Zealand. Might sound a little more like this. Uh, look around the league. Teams are having big swings at players are moving on from things to get, draft capital, and rebuild. Meanwhile, the Vikings sign a below-average guard. What the hell is going on? I feel you. I feel you, Tanay. <laughs> I feel you. Tanay out of New Zealand, Hall of Famer as well. The first Purple Mafia Hall of Famer out of New Zealand. <laughs> yep, um... Just love you. Love you today to death. Um, obviously, Timberwolves Explosion, first ballot Hall of Fame. Just like the second the, the Hall of Fame exists. Tenet Brown, Vince Germano. You know, it's just like, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's like you just press the button. Yep, in, in. Oh, now the Gophers are on three to one. You know what the good news is, though? The Gophers had a wonderful season back in 2002. We got to the uh, conference championship to play against the mighty, evil, powerful Denver Pioneers, they're called. They beat us in the Big Ten Championship game, but who won the National Championship in 2002? Well, hopefully that's what matters most at the end of the day. Yeah, hopefully that's what matters most. The Gophers won the National Championship. Unfortunately, it's been a long wait. Uh, that was 20 years ago now. God. And, um, yeah. <laughs> well, we did we, we did go back-to-back -back the next year, so fortunately it's only 19 years, not 20 years, since our last National Championship. And quite frankly, the last championship in Minnesota that I gave two bleeps about, because I'm not a Lynx fan for many reasons. I'm just not into it. Um, and, yeah, there haven't been any other really, there haven't really been championships other than, I guess, the Whitecaps, and I'm happy for them, I suppose. That's uh, the WNHL or whatever it's called. So, it is what it is. Uh, it is what it is. I can't even spell. This is ridiculous. I'm losing my mind. I apologize for my delay. Get back where I need to be. Schlutzman. I just like that name. It definitely, you can just hear a British accent in Schlutzman. Schlutzman. It's probably not even accurate. It's probably German, not British. But it sounds, I don't know. I, I just don't know what I'm talking about. Because I'm a moron. Vikings Pro Bowl. Why did I do that? Vikings Pro Bowl saved to Harrison Smith, agree on contract restructure. Like I said, yeah, the cap hit all the way down to 7.5. That's pretty good. Mike Dale says, love it. Both him and Thielen look to value trophies rather than just picking up a hefty paycheck. Cough, Kirk, cough. Yep, yeah, Kirk, yes, yes. I agree with that. Uh, Tanae says, too little, too late. All the guards already been taken. Most of the best centers are gone. Seems to be no direction with the moves they're making to me. I agree. I don't know what they're doing today. I don't know what they're doing. I appreciate Mark and Leland saying, like, Mark says, boom, thank you, Lord. Leland says something positive. I love how you, I, I appreciate you guys. I love you to death. I'm not that happy about a lot of this. I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy about the restructure. I appreciate it. I'm not that happy about bringing the whole band back together. Now, Harrison is about as essential as it gets. I, I, I understand that, and he's not as expensive down to 7.5. Thielen, Thielen, uh, well, you know, it's to me that really feels a kick in the can down the road. Yes, he's from Minnesota. Yes, he's a wonderful player. 
Yes, he's injury prone. Yes, he's over 30. Yes, he's still expensive. Yes, you're kicking the can down the road. This is starting to remind me of the Phoenix Suns years ago when they weren't winning. They kept adding veteran players when they kind of should have been semi-rebuilding, you know, kind of a semi-rebuilding on the fly. They had some young players, but not enough to really put things together for it to really make sense. And Charles Barkley was like, I don't know what they're doing. It was years ago, the Phoenix Suns. Just they kept signing all these veteran players that weren't going to really make the team better. The team already had the, the quality of players or re-signing certain players that were already there that are older. Older players that, are, that were already there and we weren't winning anymore. So I'm not that optimistic about it. And there goes 18 more followers. Ah, oh, Purple Mafia keeps struggling on Twitter. There goes 18 more. Yep, I'm kidding, kind of. Apologize, had to sneeze there for a second. Whoa, that just popped up. It actually helped, though. I appreciate that actually happening. Um, I'm not all with this, though. I'm not. I'm just not. Um, and there it is. Packers trading Pro Bowl wide receiver Devante Adams to Raiders. And then <laughs> Eric Mustard says, oh, no. Or is it? No, 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 not Eric. Brad McCarthy says, Eric Mustard says, <laughs> oh no, Sharon's not going to like that. Yep, and I, I'm uh, <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, it's just funny, yep, and it's going to be interesting, but they'll probably get the younger receiver. The one thing with uh, Devontae Adams was, imagine if Aaron Rodgers left and he would have been by himself. That was the one fear. Patrick Grant puts up uh, by Felicia. By Felicia. Yep, <laughs> I feel that. That's funny. Um, crazy stuff. And here's the next one where everybody got really excited about Adam Thielen's uh, restructure. So it was a combination of Harrison Smith and Adam Thielen's uh, restructures. Ended up saving the Vikings $14 million in cap room. And that's good. You know, I really appreciate that. I appreciate, I, I appreciate the thought. I appreciate, you know, like the thought was good. The, you know, you're thinking well, you're very kind, kind of, yet at the same time, it's still long-term doesn't help the, the cap situation. It doesn't, but I mean, at least there's a thoughtfulness, there's a team-oriented approach, but at the same time, I don't know. Uh, Leland said even more good news. Mark Carlson said, when I thought these guys were gone, when I was sure there wasn't a chance, wow, thank you, Pro Mafia, for the good news. I'm ready to start the Skull chant. Who's with me? I mean, yes, I'll do it. Skull! Okay, but uh, um, again, again, I, I'm not really completely sure what they're doing. I'm, I'm not. Uh, other than, okay, it, let's sign somebody besides Jordan Hicks and uh, Mr. Schlossman and Mr. Phillips. They're nice additions, but to me, they don't move the needle. Where, where's the needle mover? Um, I know the Twins, it was kind of similar just a couple of days ago. Like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, Carlos Correa. Does Carlos Correa put the Twins as World Series favorites? No, but he's a nice addition and get some good pitching. Maybe maybe the Twins do have a chance. If Byron frickin' Buxton can stay healthy, maybe the Twins might actually win something because he's the best center fielder in the world. If he stays healthy, he's the greatest center fielder on the planet. Uh, best fielding center fielder I've ever seen. And, and we had Torrey Hunter and Kirby Puckett on this team. What did I just say? Best center fielding, best defensive center fielder I've ever seen. That's how good Byron Buxton is defensively. And he's got a little pop in his bat, too, and stuff. Okay, let's move on. 
Uh, let's get to what Mike says. This is what loyalty looks like. If you cut him, he bleeds purple ever since he was a child. It was his dream to play wide receiver for his favorite team in his home state. The way the fan base loves and appreciates him, why would he quit living his dream now when given the, cho the choice? I understand. Believe me, I understand. I'm very appreciative of Adam Thielen and Harrison Smith being on this team. 100%. I'm glad they're still here, frankly. It would suck to see them go. Like the, like we call it, ripping off the Band-Aid. It, it, it hurts to rip off a Band-Aid. It's not like, eh, you know, it actually hurts. In fact, you, especially somebody like me that's got hair on my arms and stuff, it hurts, or legs. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, eventually things have to happen uh, for the better good. Obviously, hopefully bringing in better, bringing in younger players. Not necessarily better, but younger. Hopefully they're better in terms of, like, they're, they're, you know, at a better stage in their career. God, now it's four to one. This is, ah, so much for that. Sorry for the distraction. It's just depressing. Um, bottom line, yes, it's nice to have them back. I just, you know what I'm, you know, I, I, I just hope they, they can get a ring here. If they do, that would be wonderful. That's the best ending of the story right there. That's the, that's a storybook ending if they do. If not, well, crap, you know, here we go again. We're just wasting time. For me, the biggest frustration is bringing Kirk Cousins back and at $35 million. How generous. Instead of a 45 cap, it's, it's 35, you know. It's it's only 35. It's 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 under 15. Yeah, it's 14.97. So, But it's under 15%, though. See, see, it's under 15%. Just like maybe a bank that's like, it's, it's less than 15% on your interest there. 14.97, though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just drives me nuts. Sorry for the distractions. Keep moving. That is it. That's it for the interactions. i got to check one last time here on my big, beautiful <laughs> Samsung S22 Plus. Big and beautiful. Uh, yep, LeBron James is now number two all-time in scoring. I'm sure that's something everybody wanted to hear on Purple Mafia. Maybe Timberwolves exploded. Maybe some of you might. Only trails Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the all-time scoring list. Okay, it's cool, but the Lakers suck this year, and it's too bad, you know. So it, it takes the fun out of it a little bit. Um, yeah, that'd be like, say, if the Wolves were, like, you know, really bad, and Carl Anthony Towns made the all-NBA team. It's like, yay. I'm glad he made it, but, you know, crappy, depressing uh, season. Oh, my God, Michigan won again. The other, you know, the basketball Michigan, they won again. 11th seed, they're on their way to the Sweet 16. Huh. NCAA tournament's a lot of fun. That's another reason to get on the Vigit application app. Excuse me. Of course, there's the uh, Crypto.com app as well. If you want to trade cryptocurrencies, there's a link in the show description. Simply click on that. It'll show that I referred you. It'll put $25 in your account. It'll help this show along with my other podcasts. So really appreciate anybody that would do that. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how's the play, right? No, it's been a, it's been a very interesting. It's been a very interesting off season for the most part. Not super exciting. Um, we're not losing anybody, but at the same time, I mean, well, we're losing. Well, we got rid of Michael Pierce, but I don't really feel a loss there. I feel that we gained with Phillips. At least I'd like to believe that. Otherwise, I'm just hoping, hoping, and hoping that. Uh, Maybe, just maybe, this coaching staff and general manager really do know what they're doing, and this isn't just the owners kind of meddling and being afraid of, oh, my God, we might have a below-average season because, oh, my God, we might have to take a step back for like a year or two. The NFL is not for long in both categories. 
just because you move on from a starting quarterback that half of the fan base adores and the other half doesn't, um, I may agree with certain things with Kirk Cousins behind the scenes, yes, but not about not about the cap. I don't think he's worth that amount of money. I, I really don't. Um, I might not agree with some of his decisions on the field either, uh, but other things maybe. Um, but that doesn't mean I, I, I want him on the team necessarily. And that doesn't mean that I'm not a Minnesota Vikings fan. In fact, I think uh, I think fans I think a lot of fans would prefer to go in a different direction to hope that to get a, a younger quarterback in soon. Maybe you know a bridge quarterback for a couple of years while a young quarterback develops. And maybe just maybe this bridge quarterback could take you further than Kirk Cousins anyway because it's a smaller cap hit. You have more room to bring in better players to help out. You know it would have been nice, but unfortunately we kind of are where we are. With that said. Wishing all of you a wonderful week, couple weeks here as we head into the draft now. Apologize if this show might not be exactly 100% what you're looking for with free agency. Because watch, I just swear, right as this show ends, we'll sign some big player maybe in a day or two. And then, well, maybe I'll have to jump on board again if it's a big player. If it's a really big story, I'll probably have a short show before the pre-draft. Otherwise, there will be a draft preview coming up in the next two weeks approximately. That's what I'm guessing. Sometime in the next two weeks. I'll get get going on it, uh, obviously get started on the, the research as soon as possible, like as soon as tonight to start the research to look at uh, who's a good fit, particularly in the first round, and maybe just kind of curious thoughts of how this guy, maybe we could get this guy in later rounds. You know, I might like this wide receiver. I might like this uh, this uh, defensive end, you know, rush, whatever, ed- edge rusher or a, a quarterback like uh, Cole Kelly could be an interesting sleeper. Certainly no guarantee of any sorts when you watch him. He doesn't look like a guy that stands out to you like, holy moly. But there is, there is something there, definitely. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not convinced he's the next Tom Brady or anything crazy like that. Or Peyton Manning. But who knows? Maybe he is something. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. With that said, please call into the show like Gerald has done in the past. Really appreciate that. Mark Carlson's done it. Dave Hickey's done it. Would love to hear from any one of you guys again. Um, otherwise, just really appreciate it. Hope to hear from you. You can call in simply by using any free uh, voice recording application on the planet. Really appreciate that. Uh, if you do, you just open it, press record, talk, and then share it slash email it to paladinolive.yahoo.com. Paladinolive.yahoo.com. I would then convert it into an MP3 file thanks to Zumzar with a Z dot com. Really hope to hear from you soon. God bless all of you. And, well, let's pass out the stars here first. I'm being crazy. Uh, gold star for this episode is going to go to Mark Carlson. Bra- uh, silver star to Tanae. Tanae's going to get the silver star. I could even say gold-plated. Bronze star. Mike Dale, for sure, has to at least get a bronze star. I mean, he's gold star every time. But, I mean, at least a bronze star, no matter what. Uh, to Mike Dale. Really appreciate each and every one of you guys for your interactions with the show. Talk to you in a week or two or three, whatever it is, and we'll go from there.